everyone welcome again to the new artist spotlight podcast i'm wilco wilkes and i'm the man with the loveliest smile in town it's origin cross now if you watched or listen before you know that we're here to interview some of the artists from the new artist spotlight playlist which is your gateway to some of the freshest and most exciting new music from independent artists from across the globe that's right and you can find all of those playlists as well as news reviews and all sorts more on newartistspotlight.org now, today's guest, uh, looking forward to this one. We've been wanting to speak to this person for a long time. Uh, music really speaks to the soul. Welcome to the show, Melanie Cabral. Hello. It's great to have you on. And Thank for you. anyone who hasn't heard of Melanie Cabral, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your music and how you became a recording artist? Yeah, so uh, I'm 18 years old, singer-songwriter. I live just outside Toronto, Canada. And I've been making music ever since I was 15. Uh, I came out with my first single, Broken Lights, at 15. So I think that was about 2019. And within the past year uh, and a half, I guess, I came out with three new songs. Uh, and yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yeah, it's amazing. You're doing a good job. And you've started nice and early as well, releasing first single at 15. Do you think you'll be in it for the long haul? Do you see yourself doing this all your life? Definitely. I feel like making music and writing music is kind of like my therapy in a way. So I will always be making music um, and I plan to record for as long as I can. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, Once you've got the once you've got the bug, it's hard to get out of, isn't it? Like there's always that itch for the next song. And so I don't know about you, but I've always got like the next three in my head, like all the ideas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, So. Tell us about your love for music then. How how did it first develop um, when you were young? Yeah, so it's quite strange because no one in my family is musical. Uh, so like, it's not like, oh, my dad or my mom loved music. No, I just like grew up watching like Disney Channel. So I would watch like Hannah Montana, High School Musical, Cheetah Girls. Like I grew up on that. So, and I would watch it on TV, be dancing, singing along, be that annoying kid that their parents wanted to shut up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's basically how I got my love for music is just seeing music on TV, seeing people perform. And I was like, I want to do that. Um, so I would always just kind of be singing and dancing around the house. And my parents is like, maybe she likes to sing. Let's put her in vocal lessons. And then uh, from there, I started training my voice, uh, started writing songs, started gigging a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I was going to actually ask, like, how did you kind of get into vocal lessons? But you beat me to it. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, I, I, you said, like, Hannah Montana. And I remember I was listening to, like, one of your songs. And I was like, this kind of reminds me of, like, one Hannah Montana song. But I couldn't remember the name, name of the song. Um, and I think it was, like, earlier today, too. And I was like. What song is it? But it was like certain, like, I don't know. I think it was one of the ones that were like, it's like under country on your profile. And I was like, it kind of reminds me of one of those. Like, I don't know. It, it was just one of the songs. I can't remember which one it is, but Thank it was you. like in my that. head. That's a, that's a huge compliment. Thank you very much. <laughs> Girl could sing her butt off. And like, she was awesome. I'm a Hannah Montana fan. I have Hannah Montana music on my phone. Don't tell nobody that. <laughs> I'll just let you young ones talk about this because Hannah Montana <laughs> came in when I was about 18, so <laughs> it's so no use to me. never too old for Hannah Montana. Never too old for Hannah Montana. Yeah, I don't think I ever got ingrained in the culture. Um, <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'll you guys even have one. Disney Channel? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got Disney Plus anyway. I watched um, Get Back, the Beatles documentary on there not long ago. Um, but I've not really watched many Disney films, although my wife's been watching some. Brother Bear, favorite no. Disney movie. Lion King for me. I've never seen that one. Never seen Brother oh, Bear? I love Lion King. I've Lion never King, seen yeah. Lion King but is love the, the Lion King. I have no recollection of the Lion King whatsoever. That's your can't even say I, right I, after I, this. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's something. That's but something. after this, Lion King. You could do like a one of your reviews, Origin. Watch along, Lion King. You you just commented on it. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'm gonna start off with like, you know, the first scene, banger. Ah, Sopania. Yeah, yeah. And then I see knows it. I I know it's Lion King, but I don't I don't know how to put it. Like, it's just super pop culture, I guess. At this point, like everybody knows everything about Lion King. Yes, because it's so good. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, we'll stick to your niches like Hannah Montana. Yeah. Hey, look, <laughs> Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers, you feel me? Yes. The songs off Camp Rock. Yes, um, for sure. Disney's Friends for Change. Like that was a that was a moment in, in life, okay? And in history. And I don't know any of, of that. But um Melanie, like um uh, yeah, your voice is incredible. Like I wish I could sing like you. I could tell that you've got like vocal training because you're the way you can hit those notes is immense. I'm impressed. Do you? Do, how much do your joy do you get out of singing? Do you like? Do you ever sit back and just bask at the beauty of your own voice? <laughs> <laughs> I never sit back and I'm like, well, just perfection. No, <laughs> but um, I definitely sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm like my biggest critic. So sometimes I'll look back at something and someone will be like, "That's great," and I'm like, "You know," I feel like it's kind of one of those things, but. I think my parents like documenting how much I've been able to sing for like, cause I started vocal lessons when I was 10. So like since 10, all the way till now, so it's like eight years um, ever. Like I've kind of been able to see my growth. So I sometimes will look back and kind of be like amazed at it. You know, I think like, cause especially like when I was younger, I always be like, Oh my gosh, I'm great. Like, you know, how much better can I get? And I've been able to see my growth. And I think that's something really cool for me to kind of notice um that is great yeah I don't know if that answers the question I think I kind of dived into something a little no it does it does yeah I liked what you're saying about the sort of um you being your own biggest critic because I'm the same and I'm sure a lot of musicians are like that someone can really praise you and all you're hearing is like the slight mistakes that you've made or like I can have a gig and I'll I'll nail every word apart from one and I'll come off and I'll be like I just didn't get that that one word like killed me like um but yeah i know how it is but like you say as well i think that's the great thing about music like you be, you're right because you're sort of documenting it you're able to see your progression and it's like a stamp in time every time um so yeah no that's awesome yeah, yeah. and um i'm sure you I, I again like i watch other people you know who are amazing at guitar and i think god i wish i could play guitar like that or i watch you and i think oh, i wish i could sing like that but I'm sure you probably watch other people and think, oh, I wish I could play guitar like that. Oh, for sure. Like, definitely. I can't play guitar. So when I see someone who's, like, really good, I'm like, damn. Like, yeah. oh, if I could only. <laughs> yeah, we've had a few of them on this show. <laughs> yeah. And we have a, a lot at just in and a part of NAS. And speaking of it, how did you find NAS? And what's, like, your experience been with it? And what's your, how do you feel about it? Yes. Yeah, so I found NOS through my friend, Vicky Ray. We've been friends for like six years now. We like grew up doing competitions together. So um, 
I kind of noticed her like posting stuff and I was like, what is this? Like, I was just like, I was kind of curious about it. Then like I found it and I was like, oh, this seems like really cool. So I joined um, and I wasn't really sure what to expect at first. I was like, oh, like, you know, is this one of those like scammy type things? Like, I don't really know. But then I joined and it's honestly been such a positive experience, you know, being able to connect with artists from all around the world, I think is such a cool thing. And being able to hop on our discord and like ask for advice on anything and someone, you know, giving their expertise is something really cool. And I think a really great network that every artist should be a part of. Have we had a lot of um, guests that found NAS through other people that found NAS? Because that might be... That's like the first time I remember hearing something like that, where it's like, oh, I saw somebody I know posting it. And so I was, I looked into it. Yeah, I think we've had a few. We've had a few that sort of like um, seen from people they've not actually met. Um, Mm. But people who know each other in real life, I don't think so. And I didn't know you and Vicky were friends. That's great. Um, Yeah, we had her on the podcast as well. Yeah, so it is awesome. collusion. Canada is working together to beat us yeah, yeah. every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to play one of your tracks today, Searching. It's a great track. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about it? Yeah, so I wrote Searching uh, in the beginning of my current relationship. It's basically just about the insecurities that you have in a relationship, feeling that you aren't good enough, you're not worthy enough to be loved, uh, but then realizing that you are worthy and that you deserve to be loved and that this person loves you just through like every type of relationship you know um so let's take a second let's listen to it uh would you like to do the honors of introducing the song yes so up next is my song searching
great track there thank you very much for letting us play that um you've got some serious skills on display um so can you tell us a bit about your songwriting process how do you come up with something like that um and i'm also interested like do you do you write your own lyrics and do you play any instruments at all and tell us about your sort of songwriting process i'm very interested yeah so usually the song will come to me randomly sometimes not you know in the most uh great time (laughs) sometimes I'll be in the middle of class and like have something in my head and I'm like I'm like writing notes I don't have time for this but usually I will be in my bedroom for the most part and you know just start writing down lyrics start writing down some thoughts um and mostly how my how I've written the songs that I've actually like released with is I would bring them to the producer I worked with and we would both like look through it change some things so I'd kind of co-write it with them um and I did I can play instruments I can play piano but I've never played on any of my tracks which I feel like maybe I should because I can uh so maybe next song I'll try to do that um but usually yeah like either if I don't write it in my bedroom I'll write it in the studio with the producer like we'll co-write it together um and yeah it's basically how the songs come to life they make the music you know I let them do their thing mixing and you know playing the instruments and we just write the songs together that's great. Yeah. And it's nice that you've got that in place as well. Um, enjoy it because it's not always easy to get a team together, like working on the same yeah. stuff. Um, so what, like, um, how come you've not played piano on money tracks? When can we see that? Um, well, I think for my first two tracks I released, uh, I don't think there, the piano wasn't a really big like part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And there wasn't really a MIDI piano in the studio at the time. So it was all just like samples and loops. And my producer uh, who worked on the songs was a great guitarist. So he kind of did all of that. Um, and the, my most recent uh, producer, he's an amazing pianist. So like, I was just like, you're the pro here. I'll just let you do it. I'll take, it'll take me like 50 takes to get it right. Um, and because he had a, uh, much better knowledge of the instrument he was able to kind of add some you know flair to it uh so yeah i think that's basically why i never really played it before but maybe yeah soon. that's I awesome hope, i'll do, I'll do the I same can... as you yeah leave, leave it to yeah. the pros <laughs> <laughs> yeah i take i don't know probably well over like 200 takes to like record a song or at least i did when i was like first starting off so it was 50 takes i'm like ah oh, that's cute so can you tell us a bit more about your experience studying music at, you know, university and what that's been like for you? Yeah. So uh, I'm in my first year of university. Uh, I'm taking community music, which is a little bit different than regular music. Usually regular music programs focus on classical studies. Um, but community music focuses, I guess, a very simple explanation of community music is kind of building, evolving, and growing through music and finding a way to build relationship and community through music. I think that's kind of like the basic sort of 
definition of community music. So my program focuses a lot on different kinds of music, different genres, world music. Like I'm doing an African drumming class, which is really fun and cool. And basically we're just learning different techniques, different styles, um, different ways of music that I am not used to. I grew up very much uh, doing Western music, uh, you know, focusing on classical theory and all of that. And this program is kind of like, no, we're going to move away from all of this and you're going to learn something brand new. So it kind of pushes me out of my comfort zone a little bit, which I really enjoy. Um, and I think, you know, even only being in a year, I definitely see such a big improvement in my uh, musicianship skills. So uh, yeah, that's kind of my first year. Hopefully uh, it continues to be really good and great, I hope. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's kind of my university experience. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What an opportunity, like, to be actually working on music all day as well, like, or every day. You must be soaking in so much information from other stuff, like, and just, like you say, even even if you carry on doing the same of your own music, you'll have that information soaking in and broaden horizons and just learn so much more. I think that's really interesting. I, I would love to go back in time and do music as a degree. It's never too late. <sighs> I don't know. I've got a mortgage now, loads of bills. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I, I wasted my student finance. I didn't even get a degree at the end of it. And I'm still paying off money from then. So, yeah, I think it may be too late for me. Hey, you can defer those loans, though. If you had loans, you can defer those if you go back to school. Oh, really? Well, they've, they've hiked up the prices massively as well, though, since I went. It, was, it used to be 3000 a year, and now it's 9000 a year. Um, yeah, but Canada's you can probably get like, expensive. you know, yeah, it like, must be um, non-traditional student financing or something like that, just for being like older and going back. Like, there's probably scholarships and stuff out there. Yeah, and yeah. I also know like Berkeley, uh, like School of Music, they do like free online classes too. So like, even if you want to like dip your toes in it, like that's always an option. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I might check that out. To be fair, I, I mean, I've been watching a lot of YouTube tutorials and stuff. Um, like I've been trying to learn to mix this last year or so and I'm sort of starting to get there now been spending a lot of time on it recently so it's enjoyable but I just always feel like I'm sort of um catching up because I released the song and then I, I, that made me realize I didn't have a clue what I was doing <laughs> are you finding the same like as you as you go ahead with the sort of releasing music and stuff you're kind of learning about that scene as well and because NAS yeah. is good for that as well yeah, I think with like every release and every song I make, I like learn and grow more. But in a way, I kind of like that none of my songs are perfect. I feel like it kind of shows my growth as an mm -hmm. artist. And I think, you know, um, I really love how I can, I'm able to look back to a song I wrote when I was 15 and be like, oh my gosh, like if I were to do this now, I would sound so different or like I would change this and that. But being able to like, compare and contrast my music from then to now, I think is something really cool because you can see that growth. And I think that's something really beautiful in a way. Um, kind of just having, you know, people listen to your music also hear that. I think it's something really cool. And that wasn't really a thing or as common um, before, like social media and all that. It wasn't as common to like be able to look back and see that kind of progress. Mm. So... Um, I think you have like a good benefit in the fact that like all of the songs you have out, like at least sound quality wise, sound really good, right? So that you can go back and pinpoint everything that you feel like. I don't know. You're not 
trying to pick through like what I did good and what I did bad versus like it's the mix good or it's the mix bad. Like you can hear where you were like with like I, I in a more full way versus someone who like started off who may have been really talented, but then the mix was bad. So they, they didn't know if they were trying to improve what was coming like out of the speakers or what was coming out of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I usually let the producers kind of stick to the mixing and stuff because it's not something I'm very knowledgeable in. But with mm. quarantine and like COVID, I've tried to like do my own productions, like play around by singing different covers. Um, not great at it, but I'm trying to get better and I'm improving. So I think that counts as something. Yeah, definitely. And you know, there's like, depending on like what DAW you use or how you, how you choose to record, there's usually like templates that you can like download and then you can just yeah. like kind of already have that and it'll be like a starting point. And you might not even really have to do a lot of mixing or whatever to like just put out something yeah. look like a cover or open verse or whatever. For sure. I just use the garage band. So it's like very basic and so trying to navigate that and get used to that. So before I like move on to something a lot more advanced, I kind of want to get used to uh, being able to understand what everything is in garage band before mm. expanding uh, into something a lot more advanced. Yeah, I mean, you can get really good work out of GarageBand though. I have a friend yeah. who pretty much always uses GarageBand mm-hmm. when he's recording him or anybody else, and he kills it. Yeah, it's brilliant. I started on GarageBand, um, and then I tried to move up to Ableton, and it, I couldn't really get to grips with it. But then when I moved to Logic, it made it a lot easier because they're both Apple, and I'd already learned GarageBand and um yeah no it's a, it's a great place to start and i think you know so you, you tried seem... to move to ableton but you weren't able to <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's on fire <laughs> come on i'm a rapper bro every connection makes means something yeah i know man it was good that was good um i had a question but i can't remember what it was now oh yeah, yeah i was i was gonna say like um you're right with the the looking back, like, you know, on people's Instagrams and stuff, I like to kind of keep mine because it's a bit of a timeline. But a lot of people these days, they kind of only have six posts on their Instagram and they just delete the rest. And they kind of, I think they want to make it seem like they just kind of got there without any of the journey and they're just suddenly there with 10K followers or whatever. Um, And it annoys me really because I want to see the journey. And I feel like yeah. they're missing a big piece of the the sort of story and the connection. Yeah, like you can go back on my Instagram and I have some videos that aren't that great, or at least I know I could do better now. And although like I've contemplated so many times on like deleting them and archiving them, I kind of just thought, you know what? No, like 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 you mentioned, it's part of my journey. And I think it's important that people realize that I wasn't just, you know, a great vocalist. Like I worked my butt off to get where I am today. I worked and I trained so hard and I want people to see that. So I I definitely agree that sometimes I'm like, I want to see, you know, before, you know, the perfection I want to see before um, Mm. all of this and where you came from. I think that's really cool when you get Mm -hmm. to see that. Did you do, was it yourself that did a cover of Rocket Man recently? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, really good. 
Yeah, my boyfriend requested that I do that song because normally I wouldn't really do like a, a more rock song because it's not really a genre that I sing in. Love as Elton John, love rock music. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but it's I don't like sing it that often. So I'm like, I don't really know if people are going to like it. So I kind of, I found an acoustic cover and made it like a tad more like country-ish. So it would like fit into my style a little more. And I'm like, I don't know if people are going to like this, but I like it. So here it is. <laughs> yeah, I really liked what you did with it. Yeah, the different Thank intonations you. and stuff. Yeah, I liked it. So what what is your genre? Is it country? I see. I see you have like some songs that are country, some songs that are pop. Yeah, I classify myself as a pop country artist. Um, you know, growing up, I always sang pop, and then when I was twelve, I got <clears throat> sorry, I was introduced to like country, and I was like, I love both of these things. I want to do both of these things. So I did both of those things, <laughs> and that's kind of what my music is. I'm still like finding my perfect sound. I'm definitely still experimenting with all the songs that I put out, um, which again is kind of just a part of my journey. Um, so yeah, like I'm still like experimenting with how much pop and country I want to integrate in my music. So I'm still like playing around, like my like searching is definitely a more pop than it is country, but far away from home is definitely a little bit more like folky country than pop. So I'm like playing around with it, but I classify myself as a pop country artist. So with a song like Far Away From Home, do you think after you finish, after you finish university and then like you look back at Far Away From Home, I guess it was kind of signifying like the beginning of this kind of journey you yeah. think there'll be a, a follow-up song to it kind of at the conclusion I actually never thought about that but thank you for the idea maybe yeah now there might be <laughs> I'm yeah oh my gosh I never thought about like doing a song to kind of end that chapter um I feel like a lot of us sometimes think about oh new beginnings but we never think about what happens at the end of that um I think that'd be a cool song to write so thank you for that idea. I'll steal You're that. Welcome. <laughs> That'll be one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I like that idea as well. Yeah, he's full of them. Um, so let's do the the world famous new artist spotlight quick fire five uh, before we wrap it up. Um, so we're going to ask you five questions and you don't have any more than 15 seconds to answer each question. Well done, oh Origin, okay. last week for keeping time perfectly. Um, saw you raining in, Plummy and Jimmy. Hey, they were going, man. I'm like, hey, no, this is this is quick fire. You're just <laughs> amateurs having yeah. conversations about every question. Oh, like, no, we're not nervous. doing that. You should be. You should be. 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, God. I talk a lot, so it's going to be a little hard, but we'll see. So we're going to start the clock. Question one, what is your favorite song from the Nordic Spotlight playlist? Anything from Shane Reagan. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Very good. He's a bit of a lady's favorite, isn't he? Um, <laughs> I think uh, Vicky said the same, actually. I think there's uh, another bit of collusion there. Um, question two, what is the first record that you bought or really loved? I think it was worth it by Fifth Harmony. I bought it on my iTunes. I think it was my first purchase. <laughs> Okay. If you could have the voice of any other artist on the planet, whose voice would you have? Carrie Underwood. Her technique is mwah, perfect. I don't know who that is, but I'll check it out. Um, all right. Okay. Um, question four. Which band or artist from any time in history would you most like to go for a meal with? Oh, uh, uh, 
the Beatles. I think they're cool. I love yeah, their music. Yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. They're going to have to stop. We're going to have to like disqualify the Beatles. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> if you could spend a day with one other NAS artist, who would you pick? Probably Shane Reagan. I want to just see how he writes songs and I want to write a song with him. I think that'd be really cool. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, that'd be good. I just want to see what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, I like went on his Instagram. I'm like, what, who, what does he look like? The mystery man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, when Vicky was on, we said, um, I think she did a cover of one of his songs. And then I think, I don't know if I said it to, said it on here or if I like said, just said it to her, but like, oh, if you did a cover, then maybe you guys should do a, a duet version of the song. So maybe you could do a cover and then be like, hey, you want to do this song together or come up with something new together? You know, just use that to kind of get your your foot in the door and then you know maybe he'll come off from behind the mask <laughs> maybe just the way it's behind the mask I just uh it just reminds me of like have you ever seen the film mask you might not have seen that the mask it's like, it's like the nurse like this sort of deformed guy or like um like the hunchback of notre dame you know that one go back to yes. disney like I can just imagine like Shayan Reagan like locked in some tower somewhere, like writing all these amazing songs, but refusing to ever come out. <laughs> Sorry, Shayan, if you're watching. You can't come on if you don't show your face. He should be the next guest. Genuinely, he's been offered it, but um he won't, he show, needs his to, he won't show his face. So we said we'll we'll hit you up when we run out of guests who will show their face. <laughs> okay we've got so many handsome and attractive people in nas that you know was the the queue is massive everyone wants to come on we need the hits <laughs> <laughs> but, but thank you very much for joining us uh it's been an absolute pleasure honestly um great to meet you and before we wrap it up do you want to tell everybody listening where they can find you online where they can watch your videos listen to your songs yeah, so on YouTube, it's just Melanie Cabral. On Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, it's at Melanie Cabral Official. And my Twitter is mcabralofficial. You can follow me on there. And yeah. Nice. Nailed well, it. it's been great. Um, thanks again for being here with us. We wish you the best for your future. Um, and a big thank you to everybody keeping NAS going and growing all the partners, everybody who gives us radio play and just gets involved and helps us out in any type of way. Um, and all the amazing creatives here at NAS. Um, we'll see you next time. Peace. See you later, everyone. Thank you. Bye. New, new, new artist spotlight.